You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hello, everybody. This is Roger B. You're listening to Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. Today, we're going to talk about, uh, as much as I hate it, we're going to talk about politics of guns because it's an election year. The election's 20-something days away. And if you own a gun or you're thinking about owning a gun, your votes in this next election could determine whether or not you will still maintain that right or whether your rights will be severely restricted. Something to consider. But first, I want to talk about this. I saw a story that said, breaking news, Breonna Taylor's boyfriend says she opened fire on the cops. How about that? But then later, after 20 hours of questioning, he retracted that and said maybe it was him. So, you know, the only people who know what happened in that room are him, her, and maybe the police that were there. But to start speculating about whether she was laying down, standing up, whether she was bent over, who knows? You know, we don't know what positions anybody was in. Of course, you know, some positions are more fun than others, but we don't know what position they were in when the shooting started. (laughs) But I just thought that was interesting that he actually testified at one point that she was the one who opened fire. Wouldn't have that changed the narrative. Then all of a sudden she fires on the cops, they fire back and kill her because she fired first. You would have never heard that in the media, though. They would have never reported that if that Oh, if it it was actual, I mean... It's funny because now they're saying she was sleeping in her bed. The boyfriend says, no, she was standing next to me. Well, the myth has always been that she was in her bed, but I'm pretty sure they they ascertained. And well, just the evidence, even the by the bullets that evidence. hit her, yeah. they could tell by the ballistics she was, she was not, not laying down. Yeah, she was not horizontal. She was vertical. She was vertical. She was sitting up, and standing this up. This is what people need to understand when they want to, you know, you have all these virtue-sending people who just want to jump on board and, oh, I'm for this, I'm for that because of the color of skin. Look, it had nothing to do with the color of skin, first of all. But you've got to follow the logic. The way I understand, she was on the warrant, too. She, I, I think she was. Yeah, she was. And she was, yeah. so she was on a warrant for drug dealing, for handling but, drug money, whatever. But you shouldn't make decisions before the facts come out. No. Oh, yes, and, you can, because then you have a reason to protest and riot and burn, burn, loot, and murder. <laughs> but, I mean, it, we have – okay, the very people who say follow the science. Well, you know what? <laughs> follow the evidence. Our forensic science is amazing. We've made so many leaps and bounds uh, with forensic science that – we can actually tell if a victim was shot while they were standing but or you, if they were laying But down. you only want to follow the science when it agrees <laughs> with your opinion. Yeah. If, it, if it fits your narrative, you want to follow science. If it doesn't fit your narrative, you don't want to follow science. I have a better – follow the money. Well, yeah, See who's little, paying for what. See who wants yeah. to get something done. Well, then, Roger, you'll get down to the to the nit and gritty of uh, climate change if you follow the money. Right, because every study that was paid for by climate change enthusiasts has shown climate change is all man-made, it's all our man-made. fault. Man-made! Ones that were not funded by this show varying results. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. you know, the climate change thing is crazy because it's like you're looking at one inch of a thousand-mile road and trying to determine whether the earth is warming, cooling, doing whatever from looking at one inch of a 1,000-mile road. It's just there's no way you can determine that, so it's just it's crazy. But anyway, so Brianna's boyfriend tried to claim she fired first, and they were not at the wrong house because they had a warrant for Brianna's house. So I just saw this, and I thought it was kind of amusing that, you know, because the only people who know what happened that night are him and her, and she's dead, so she can't testify. So he could have said anything. He He could have said she fired first, and he could have held that up. But just the fact that there's any discrepancy or any 
problem deciding. It's nuts. So be careful what you protest for because you might be on the yeah. wrong side of history. You might be on the wrong side. Like you said, mm. the science dictates well, she was not sitting down. She was not laying in her bed right. sleeping. There was no way she was lying. They were beating on the bed. door for over a minute. Uh, Three separate times they yeah. came beating on the door announcing themselves. Yeah. And so. unless she sleeps like a log <laughs> or she well. was sleepwalking. Well, Roger, you and I both know a guy who slept right through a chainsaw that was basically going under outside his window. window. Yes, there was that. Oh my God, a tree fell down. Oh my God, who cut it up? Yeah, <laughs> it well. might be possible. Yeah, it is possible. But the fact but that she was vertical means she must have been sleepwalking at the time. But through forensic science, because you know we all should follow the science. Maybe um, maybe she fired the gun while sleepwalking. Would <laughs> yeah. that be? Is there an exemption for that? Does hey, the law you know give any kind of leniency there? Like, there might be. There might be leniency for that. Maybe they should. Maybe they should have tried to wake her up first before they shot her. Right. But the no. forensics clearly show that she was mm-hmm. vertical. She could not have sustained the gunshot wounds she sustained if she were laying down. In fact, had she been laying down, they probably would have missed her. She probably wouldn't have been shot, yeah, because they fired down the hallway. Some went into the bedroom, but it probably would not have killed her for sure. Heck, some of the shots went into the neighboring apartment. Shame on that officer. Yeah, that guy got in trouble. Well, because, you know, bullets do penetrate walls, and once a shot was fired... They just cut loose. Yeah, I know. And it's 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 sad to think they should do that. I mean, they could have they could have just captured them outside their apartment as they're walking in and out because they they had no idea they were under well, surveillance. I uh, you know, I agree with that, and that's something we're training. Maybe you know, I, I'm all for talking about new ways of training or more training. I'm actually not a fan of no knock warrants. I think they're ridiculous, but that's just yeah. Thing. I mean, it's well, you know, I, not that it was a no knock because they did no. knock. I heard they had an but ability to do a no knock, but they just yeah, didn't do it. But they didn't do it. They didn't execute it. Like but I don't that. like the idea anyway. I, you know, if you're going to surveil someone and they don't know it, catch them when they come outside. You know, yeah, they got to go. The they got to go get ice cream or food at some point. But or if you bang on somebody's door, their natural reaction. I, I'm sorry, if you bang on my door at two, three, four, five in the morning, there's going to be gunfire. Answer the door without something in my hand. That's and it right. Ain't going to be a welcome mat. Unless I hear for sure. Unless I can hear it's police right, and know right, it's right. them. I mean, even then, you know, bad guys can bang on yeah, the door now, and say police. Now I can verify with my video surveillance system yeah. exactly who's standing outside my door. That's right. <laughs> so. Of course. Okay, now we're going to go to Philadelphia because this is, this is going to get crazy. Woo-hoo. Philadelphia is suing the state of Pennsylvania so the city can have stronger gun control laws. <laughs> Oh, God. So now the cities are fighting the states huh. on their laws. It's unbelievable. And wow. Yeah, because they say, oh, in order to for a safety laws and to curb an epidemic of violence rolling through the city. Now, we've proven time and time again gun control laws do not control violence. They don't slow down violence. They don't do anything of the sort. <laughs> you want to know what curbs violence? <laughs> Arresting the violent people. The violent people, yes. Keeping the them criminals. from committing violent acts. <laughs> but in a lawsuit, Philadelphia is asking a judge to invalidate a set of regulations under the Pennsylvania Uniform Firearms Act so it and other municipalities are free to pass their own measures aimed at curbing gun violence. So they want to go to war with their own state and fight against state laws. Now, this is happening other places, too. In fact, that a lot of states are passing laws that violate federal law. I mean, it seems like all these governments think they're in control of everything, and they're not taking into account the step down from the federal to the state to the city right. to the municipalities. I mean, that's the way the government's supposed to work. The federal government's supposed to be above all with states having control over certain areas. 
Well, states' rights does not give them the right to trample on the United States. Yeah, states' rights have taken a huge hit when they uh, repealed the 17th Amendment. Right. And, uh, you know, they're, again, we could, we're not going to do a history lesson here, but there are 18 enumerated powers, and then the rest is delegated to the states. And the sooner yeah, but we just, go back to that, the better. But think about this for a minute. Imagine if every city or municipality sues to pass their own laws about whatever they want. What if it's not just guns? <laughs> Yeah, what if right. they decide, you know, we're going to make the red light mean go and the green light mean stop? I mean, you know, it could get as stupid as this. Yeah. I hope it doesn't, but they're trying to fight their own state because they don't believe their state has control of the situation. They want it. They think stricter gun controls are going to help, even though every study has proven they do zero good whatsoever. In fact, when more people are legally armed, it tends to curb crime more than anything else. In fact, crime has been going down since more people have been armed, more people with concealed carry permits, more gun owners than ever before. Well, how can you argue the, the numbers? I mean, the numbers yeah. are there. If you if a armed ugh, an armed society is a polite society. Polite society. Well, <laughs> it's right. been proven time after time, which you will never hear this from the media. No. But it's been proven time after time again. Follow the science. That yeah, no, not if it doesn't that, agree with your opinion. <laughs> that anywhere, anywhere, there are more concealed carry permit people or law-abiding citizens carrying weapons. There's less crime anywhere. Okay, oh. I, I want to ask a question, Uh-oh. and uh, I've been getting a lot of this uh, lately, and I'm sure you all have too. You get a carry license in your county and state, correct? Not over the internet via <laughs> the u.s carry uh permit right some states do allow you to apply online even if you're out of state and get a carry permit for that state but, but what about there, there's, yeah, yeah, there's, there's not a yeah there's not a a u.s carry license no no there's not, not yet. a universal carry permit for all 50 states uh, there's reciprocal there agreements between right, right. States. there is reciprocity between many states like i think in georgia i have a permit for georgia and i have reciprocity oh, in good. 30 some odd states oh, yeah. yeah we're good with florida texas alabama south carolina north carolina west virginia virginia I mean, it was now there are a lot yeah. of states where they have no reciprocity california oregon <laughs> yeah. washington new york. new york new jersey i mean illinois so some of those you can't get reciprocity would, for anywhere, and they don't even issue permits most yeah, of the time. So don't fall for this thing on the on the internet. Get your on online U.S. carry no, license. Yeah, I don't know what they're trying if, to if do there. I've not seen that, but yeah. there are some states I'll will send allow it you to you. Oh, next you time I get it. <clears throat> but yeah. you can you can apply online for several states and get their carry permit through the mail if you yeah, just I prove your identity. Florida, but I don't need the Florida one, but I did go on. And so, well, some people will do that because certain states have reciprocity with other states that your state may and not have. So in order right. to increase your carrying right, capabilities, right, right. Yeah. you can get it from two different states. Yeah. And a lot of times, if you have a carry permit with one state, it's much easier to get it in another state too. Well, yeah, because they know you've got, and they're going to they're going to do the rigors of a background check anyway. But at least, oh they yeah, know you still already, have to undergo federal background check yeah. for any CCW. Um, now, I'll tell you, David, I've uh, I would love to see a universal carry permit because oh, the idea is the, out there. The you know, law. I know the idea is out there. Is the Democrats hate it, and there are establishment Republicans that won't do it. But but because the Second Amendment is so clear, we should have. A universal right to carry permit from state. Well, could you imagine if they did to, with gun permits the same thing to driver's licenses? 
not knowing what state you were allowed to drive in, what state yeah. you weren't allowed to drive in. Imagine that. Have to get a special license yeah. to drive in Missouri as yeah. opposed to driving in California. Imagine. That's a great point, Roger. Imagine if we had to, to – uh, our state had to be friends with another state in order for our license to be to honored. be applicable there. You know, oh, then a, you got the uh, Virginia governor that was stopping you by your license plate. Yeah, during yeah. COVID. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, trying to see if you were passing through, if which you were stopping. Is a direct violation of the United States Constitution. Yeah, to where, stop without cause like he, that. Where he thinks he got that power. <laughs> Well, that's the Typical thing. Democrats. During COVID, a lot of these governors have just taken on powers that they actually have no rights to take on. Right. There is no way these people should be allowed to do some of the things they've done. And some governors are just going crazy overboard with it. Like, I don't know if you guys are aware of the story that happened where the Michigan governor, the feds actually supposedly foiled a plot to kidnap her. Yeah. Because that now, Widemeyer, yeah. yeah, there's a, there were some do, people planning to kidnap her because they thought on who the people supported that want one, to kidnap one of her. The, one of the persons involved, one of the main leaders, was somebody who was released from custody by a Democrat governor, mm-hmm. pardoned, pardoned by a Democrat governor prior to this happening, and it was no friend or Trump supporter. No, it was just you know he's just somebody who wanted to cause trouble. Yeah, they're finding more and more about him too, and they 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 all are anti-Trumpers, at least. And then there's some reports that say they just wanted to perform a citizen's arrest on her for violating the law and let the courts deal with it. Mm -hmm. That they weren't actually planning on taking her, they just wanted to serve her. I'm telling you, this was blown, this story, they created a narrative that they wanted, so they came up with this bogus story. I'm telling you, the more we find out about this... Yeah, the people involved were not the people you would think were involved. That they were trying, they want you to think they were white supremacist, gun-toting, flag-waving Trump voters. They were they, not. They were not. They were socialists, most they of them. They were not. And they were, you know, well, we can get into that, but, but they're also finding out that they they weren't how they weren't that far along. I mean, that there was no, she was in no real danger. No. Put it that way. But there was talk. There was chatter here chatter, and there. I mean, right. you know, so again, be careful what you put on social media, even if you're just kidding around. You know, yeah. th- that has like become wishing a for the death of President Trump. Hey, you might get a knock on your door. Let's hope so. I mean, you know, you should get a knock on your door. You know, so, you know, people say it's funny. There was a guy who did a social experiment. <clears throat> he wore a Biden hat for like three or four days, went shopping, went to stores, went places, blah, blah, blah. And just never defended or supported, just smiled, nodded, you know, just kind of, you know, yeah. acknowledged that they were looking at it. And he recorded the reactions of people. That's a great, a great idea. And he wore the Biden hat. People said, oh, great, yeah, great, go America, blah, blah, blah. We, lo- we love them, blah, blah, blah. And a few people gave him, you know, funny looks or harumphed at him. But, yeah, I would have given him a ne- thumbs down, but that's me. Yeah, but never really but engaged him, him in any way. Didn't, right. didn't you know, mm-hmm. they kind of looked at him, maybe gave him a funny look or something, you know, or shook their heads or whatever. Yeah. Nothing direct, though. Then he wore the Trump hat for a few days, went to some of the same places he went with the Biden hat. People were screaming at him, calling him all kinds of names, yelling at him, trying to knock his hat off. Hmm. And these are the people who are supposed to be more tolerant of other yeah. people's ideas, of the First Amendment, of yeah. freedom, of rights. Hey, look, the left is no is not the party of compassion. Yeah, they're the uh, party of Marxism, socialism, socialism, and they're fascism. Using those tactics. They're using fascist tactics. That's they're the thing that kills me. The anti-fascists yeah. are the most fascist are the people fascists. there are. <laughs> That's why I call them the anti-American fascists. That's that's true. 
With that being said, I, w- I would like to, whoever's listening, if you have a a 7th, 8th, ninth grader in school and uh, out of elementary school into middle school, junior high school, whatever you all call it, I would love dearly to get an email from you and find out, ask your daughter or son, what's the difference between socialism and communism? Now, by the time I was in junior high school, and this was during the middle of the Cold War, we certainly knew the difference and uh, could uh, define it very quickly. But I'm curious today what kids are being taught and uh, if they know the difference between socialism and communism. Well, one of the first things in communism and socialism is to eliminate people's rights to own guns. Yep. Because it makes you wonder, what is the government planning that's going to make you so mad you're going to want to shoot them? <laughs> yeah. And why do they want to be the only ones with guns? I know. It's crazy because they say, oh, only police should have guns. Oh, but wait, police are well, bad, and we should eliminate now, all the police. Now we want to defund the police. So. Just the the common sense here eludes me completely. I don't understand there is no any of it. Common sense. That's the problem. <laughs> But uh, no okay. logic. That all goes out the way. I, you know, I've said it before. If you're going to be a leftist, you have to be void of common sense and logic. A lot of times. And the funniest thing is most people who are Democrats don't know anything about the history of their party. Right. They go, oh, they're anti-NRA, pro-Democrat. It's like the NRA was founded almost on the principle to teach black people how to shoot guns, how to defend themselves against the white supremacists, the KKK, which were all funded and founded by Democrats. The Democrats are the ones who were hanging people from trees, black people from trees. They were the people who founded the KKK. They supported the KKK. I think I mentioned this last week. The longest filibuster in U.S. history was in 1964 Mm -hmm. when the Democrats filibustered the passage of the Civil Rights Act. Yep. And, of course, then, of course, the Democrats, oh, no, we switched places since then. (laughs) Oh, because you don't want to take responsibility for your history, so you want to be on the other side then. And then you're going to just switch back whenever it's convenient. Absolutely. The party switching is a big fallacy, that whole. Yeah, I think uh, Dinesh D'Souza in one of his movies showed you where they got it from and how it came about. But anyway, on to COVID restrictions being lifted and the excitement that gun enthusiasts can exhibit now. Gun shows are back. Ooh. You know, back in the heyday of uh, COVID restrictions, estimated 95% of all gun shows were canceled, mm-hmm. which is, oh, to me, was such a sad day to sit at home alone on a Saturday planning to go buy guns and gun accessories and ammunition and not be able to because the gun shows were canceled. So now they're back. We're moving out of COVID lockdowns. We're starting to see gun shows return to civic centers and, you know, halls and stuff and um, <clears throat> convention halls. Now, I want to see... This is interesting because I've been to a couple. Yes, yes. Just a couple. Applause for the gun shows. Yes, yes. Everybody wants to have gun shows. (laughs) But gun shows are back, and it's funny because the timing of them could not have been better. Gun sales are skyrocketing, hundreds of percents over what they were last year, sometimes more than double last year's numbers. And ammunition sales, the same thing, you know, because a gun without ammo is just a club. But the gun shows are back. So, but if you decide to go, be aware, the prices are going to be. This, these are post-COVID prices and post-rioting prices, and everybody feels the need to defend themselves, which is good, though. I mean, you know, 
exercise your Second Amendment rights if you haven't before. Now is a, as good a time as any because, to be honest with you, if this election goes the wrong way for gun owners, things are going to get tricky, very tricky. You're going to have to make decisions about do you want to get it now quickly before they're made illegal forever, you know, and will they allow you to keep it even if they do? We're going to get into that later. I have some questions to ask everybody. <laughs> But apparently all the gun shows this year have a waiting list of vendors who want to come in and sell and provide to the public because a lot of these guys rely on this weekend business. You know, that's that's all they do. During the week they have some regular 9-to-5 job, and they make enough extra money on the weekends doing gun shows, selling accessories or parts or ammo, whatever it is, to make up the difference in their income. And they've been shut down for the last six months. So now a lot of these places are recommending masks, but most of them that I'm – seeing or not forcing mask wearing and they're trying to ask you to social distance but how can you do that and have more than you know 10 people in an exhibit hall it's just it's kind of silly but you know people are still going because i think they believe their right to own and possess a weapon to defend themselves their property their family is more important than than possibly breathing on somebody well, who may be COVID positive. Look, again, we're supposed to follow the science. We're at the point now where, where the Wuhan COVID-19, if you don't have a comorbidity and you're less than 75 years old, you've got a 99.89 whatever. whatever yeah, so extreme chance of survival, rate. yeah. And um, it's just and the therapeutics are great, so there is no reason. I mean, businesses are going to have to start doing normal business if they're going to survive. Yeah, I was traveling this weekend, and some states were like Virginia, completely still shut down. Yeah, yeah. We it's went through good. Virginia trying to find a place to sit and eat. Apparently, yeah, they said, luck. "Oh no, we're not allowed to have any dining rooms open right now." Yeah. So you know, I had to sit there, yeah. grab our stuff, and illegal eat in the car. shutdowns. Yeah, and because yeah, killing. Who business. says they can force that? And I wonder, after the election, are they going to come out and open everything back up? Are they going to keep holding on to it, trying to blame Trump for this? No, you know they will. Because he went to China directly, (laughs) took a bottle of the virus, and sprayed it on everybody. Yep. All his fault. It's ridiculous. Uh, But, you know. I love when the Democrats were saying, go to Chinatown, go see a movie, get out, (laughs) enjoy yourselves. All through February. While he was trying to say, we need to stop. He had already, travel from China. We need yep. to shut down some of these things. He stopped travel from China on January 30th. And then they call him out for not acting quick enough while they were going exactly against his recommendations yeah. to start a, yeah. you're su- a somewhat a, a semi-shutdown. You're supposed to believe that somehow Trump didn't do anything and made the virus worse. Yeah. And yet, Biden Biden, from his basement, is going to eradicate the virus. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That sounds like a yeah, great Yeah, well, he's going to shut everything down again. <laughs> yes, so if you sir. barely hung on to your job, if you're yeah. back at work now and you don't want to be laid off or you yeah. don't want your company to go under, consider how you're voting. There was, there was an article out yesterday, the WHO, this ridiculous organization that's in the pocket of China. They actually came out <laughs> yesterday and said, you know what? Lockdowns are bad. We're against lockdowns now. And you know why? They actually, and I don't know why, they did they follow research. the science? Well, they actually did research and figured out that the people who were being hurt the most were the poor. You know, the elitist isn't going to lose their job. Right. Not, not one government person lost their job. Oh, of course not. But millions and millions and millions and millions of middle class and lower class people lost their jobs. And businesses. They said almost and, 25% uh, businesses, of businesses will yeah, not reopen will not after re- this. They're not going to recover. They're not going to be able to recover so from this. Just, so somehow they light bulb went off and go oh we're actually hurting people with lockdowns it's actually worse than the virus itself yeah well i mean it was i think a lot of it was political so it all was political <laughs> you know i look I well originally you, what was it two weeks to flatten the curve yeah it was right? to flatten the curve 
and then uh, the flat the curve was flattened. But you gave Democrats, you know, you the people. Well, I, there's we, a lot of governors and a lot Democrats, of states and um, counties who decided to just take control of the situation. They were going to well, do what they thought was right, was, regardless of the science. The problem was is we gave government unbelievable power. And they didn't want to let it go. Right. So that two weeks became four weeks, and the four weeks became another month. Eight weeks uh, became 16 weeks. Ridiculous. In fact, you still got Democrat-run states that are locked down. And yeah. Cuomo wanted his own channel. And Cuomo wants his own channel and thinks he's going to be the next president. What? His own channel? <laughs> oh, gosh. He's a... He wants a, he wants a he, TV channel? He thinks he deserves. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, he's yeah. a reporter. Yes, he'd be now, a reporter. Yeah, he We've talked about gun laws in New York before. They are draconian. Yeah. Him and his seven-round magazine. You can have a ten-round magazine, but you're only allowed to have seven rounds seven loaded in it. Bullets. It's like, and you can only have a soda with so many ounces now, in it. Although they repealed that, I think. Uh, you know, I don't. I, I'm not so sure they did. I know that I'm not. I don't remember. That was a Bloomberg. That idiot. Uh, anti-gun <laughs> douchebag. Oh, uh, Bloomberg, the guy who's guarded by guns twenty-four-seven. Yeah, guarding twenty-four-seven because he guns. thinks he's more important but than you, you are. You don't deserve to be guarded by any guns, but he does. Yeah, I yeah, mean, these politicians have to realize what happened a couple hundred years ago is <laughs> these elitists, these monarchs and patriarchs, were sitting there trying to pass laws on the peasants mm-hmm. that did not apply to them, right. and now our politicians have forgotten this, and they're passing laws that. Don't apply to them, but apply to everybody else. Yep. That is, and that's going to cause a problem. That's going to cause friction, I think. But anyway, if you have a chance to go to a gun show, you might want to do it now because depending on which way the election goes, they may decide to try and permanently shut down any type of gun show. You know, well, look, one of the first things they did in the shutdown was go after, they deemed gun shows non-essential. Oh, of course. You know, they go after. They tried to they, gun stores. Unessential stores. They tried to say were were unessential. Non-essential. Non-essential. There you go. Yeah, and they go after. So they go after their their perceived <clears throat> enemies, and and you cannot again. Where do they derive the power to pick and chooses who opens and who closes? They don't have that power, folks. And well, we gave it to them, but unless we give it, to them. we're being compliant we in allowing them, them yeah. to do this to us. And that's why I said now. You're starting to see businesses. I was able to go to a restaurant with no distancing and no mask. It was a glorious thing. And I think it's because that business has decided we don't want to go out of business. We are not going to let the government derive unknown power to put us out of business. And, uh, you know, I. And the I same thing with gun stores. They were saying yeah. we are essential, and the federal yeah. government deemed they were essential. Well, the Second Amendment deems they're, mm, they're essential. Essential, but, uh, but, you know, and I was able to walk through a Sam's, I walked through a Walmart with no mask, and. Oh, you know, Sam's and Walmart. I thought they. Yeah, uh, I was able to do it. Now look, it depends on what day, and depends on if anybody has the guts to say anything to you. Uh, I was able to do it, and I didn't. You know, I got a couple of looks, but I didn't get. Uh, I, didn't, I wasn't told anything. I didn't get reprimanded. <laughs> In fact, there were some other patrons that took their mask off. People thought you were a mask hole. I, apparently, <laughs> apparently. And you know what? Look, I wasn't doing it in any strange defiance. I was doing it as a citizen, saying, "You know what? It's time. I want to help businesses. It's time to get back to this." The, to the two, the two weeks of flattening the curve are over with. They're now. over with, and it's time to get back <clears throat> to the norm. And I'm following the science. I can see what the real numbers are. And, and if if and if official at Sam's or Walmart had asked me, I would have put it on. I wasn't there to cause problems, but I was there to show civil defiance. Yeah, I, I got. I almost got arrested several times going the wrong way down a one-way aisle. I, could, I never see those signs until it's too late and I end up running into somebody going the other way. And I'm like, oh, my God, what do we do? What do we do? Everyone puts their mask on, turns the other way, you know, runs their cart down the other side of the aisle. I will say it is funny to see, you know, 
when you're in a an area that that might be um, you know the Biden voter types because they will they will look at because I've gone down the wrong I mean, I'm not looking down I don't look down when I walk folks um, you're looking at stuff on the shelves and uh, just in general and so I don't see arrows on the floor and I've had some I mean I have had liberals run away from me you would have thought I was the walking plague. You should have thought you I were a giant walking black. virus. Uh, you would, I guess I look like a giant virus, or maybe they've seen pictures of the Wuhan, and I look like the Wuhan. <laughs> but they would turn and run down the aisle, and I tell you what, man, if I could... You know, that would be a great Halloween costume for this year. Awesome <laughs> dress, dress as a virus. Dress as a virus. <laughs> I'll have to look that into that. Great. That could be fun. <clears throat> it would be great. But now we're going to stay in Pennsylvania, where there's a sheriff in Pennsylvania who switches to the GOP saying the Democrat Party has left me. <laughs> he previously true? campaigned with them, and sh- he was, you know, he was shocked. But he said, "You know what?" He goes, "They're su- they're not supporting law enforcement, and yet they expect our support for them, mm-hmm. and they support the criminal activity that's going on." Saying, "Oh, it's mostly peaceful," but he's the one on the ground having to deal with people burning and looting and murdering and causing, you know, Rioting, crashing businesses, burning businesses down, blocking traffic, destroying people's private property in the way of their cars or their businesses. He's seeing all this right. firsthand and he's seeing that the Democrats in general are not supporting enforcement of the law. Mm-hmm. And for most people, I mean, say, I don't want to have to use my gun. I would rather a cop use his gun and me not have to use mine. Yeah, I'd rather the cop have to do the paperwork, yeah. not me. Yeah, I don't want to have to do that if I don't have to. Me. I mean, I carry it just the same reason I have a fire extinguisher. I never want to have a fire, but in case I do, I want to be prepared. You want to be prepared. There's Absolutely. no sense in not being prepared. Be locked and loaded, but yeah. hope you hope you never have to use it. I, I, exactly. People ask me, look, I've said it before. People ask me, why Why do you carry a gun? Well, first of all, the cops are too heavy. <laughs> and second, I would rather have a gun and never need it than to need, need it and it. not have it. That's right. Better uh, to be... You know, I, Better be judged by twelve than carried than by carried six. Carried by six, <laughs> and you know I, you know I had that that moment in life, Roger. Yeah, you you've, you've been held at gunpoint yeah. before. Have you just totally thrown out the idea of carrying the bow and arrow? <clears throat> <laughs> no, I actually like crossbows. <laughs> They're much quieter. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, Roger. How do they, how do they fit on your side? Well, that's a good point. Well, I you have to sling it down my pant. No way. Well, no, you have a quiver behind your back. Yeah, a quiver. Sling it down by your side. Yeah. That 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 could be, it. and that would probably, you know, and being as a crossbow is not a firearm, right? Because it does not use an explosive charge to charge propel a to, projectile. To propel a projectile. It's actual. While a taser, on the other hand, does, does use, use a, a charge. explosive charge yeah. to propel a projectile. Yep. I think you're on to something, Dave. <laughs> Legally, a bow and arrow or crossbow would be less a firearm less than a taser firearm, would be. A taser would be, yeah. Now, a stun gun has no projectile. You could just zap somebody with that. You that's know? right. That's right. You yeah. just Although, I don't want people running around, oh, you're not wearing a mask. There <laughs> <laughs> was a lady that tried that. Yeah, well, there was a lady who sprayed uh, <clears throat> tear gas on people having a yep. picnic outside. Yeah, outside. Two people just uh, sitting at their own table, not wearing a mask, yeah. while they were eating. Total social And she distance. went and sprayed them she and their them. little seven-month-old dog. Yep, and their food. And that guy who took her a spray away, oh, he had amazing restraint. I would have just... I would have made her eat oh, the spray. Yeah, I would have just grabbed her hair, pulled her head back, and sprayed it in her throat. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would have been so I, pissed off. I don't know if I would have been able I, to maintain my composure. I mean, I'm a nice guy. 
but I would not have been that restrained. Until it's I time not to be a nice guy. Until it's time not to be nice. <laughs> I would have made her eat that guy. Oh, my goodness. She I think they actually – I don't know if they caught her or not, but they people oh, saw they her. They did. They did. Yeah. Okay, good. I hope she yeah. paid dearly for that. I hope she did. Because she, hope she, she is there. not an enforcement officer of any type. Yeah. But this guy in Pennsylvania, he's been a lifelong 40 years in law enforcement. And, he's, and then he spent 26 years as a district judge. Wow. And he just decided, you know what? The Democrat Party is too frustrating. I can't, I can't get go along with what they're saying. They're not supporting me. How can I support them? How can you support them? I don't know how anyone could support today's Democrat Party. They're not the party of, of yesterday. Well, they're, they're the party of lawlessness, it seems like. I mean, they're the party of Antifa. Stand up and do something. Yeah, Antifa is just an idea. Yeah, an idea. An Look, idea that throws idea Molotov cocktails through your businesses. Buildings. An idea doesn't pull people out of their cars. That's right. An idea doesn't block the roads. Yeah. Um, an idea doesn't join forces with BLM and burn down black businesses. Or white businesses or any businesses. Well, you know, I stress black businesses because they, they, they destroyed a lot of black businesses. And well, yeah, because they, be. they don't want to walk too far to well, protest, so they protest in their own neighborhoods. Yeah, in their own neighborhoods. <laughs> That's, I never understood that. You know, the fact that people will still wear a BLM anything is just blows my mind away. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a supremacy group. They asked Trump, does he, does he um, disavow any white supremacy group? Right. If I were him, I would have said, I disavow yeah, any... any. Racial supremacy, supremacy group. group. Any any group who thinks they're <clears throat> superior based on skin color. Yeah, if you think BLM. if you think we have to give any special privilege yeah. to anybody based on skin color or yeah. race, you are a racist, you plain are, and simple. That's yeah, by that's, definition. That's definition. Yeah, you inherently yeah. think you're better than someone else because of the color of your skin. That is the definition of racism. And I like when they start trying to say, "Oh, well, there's only so many." White people here, so many black people here. We need to adjust this. It's like, yeah. really? really? People yeah. have different skills. People right. have different. Why not pick the different best person needs. instead exactly. of the black person or the white person or the red person, green person, yellow person? Well, pick the best person regardless of color. Exactly. Color shouldn't be an issue. Color shouldn't be seen. Yeah. Uh, it's, hey, Martin Luther King, who was no Democrat, he said it best. You judge someone by the content, content of, the of their character. character. Not by the color of their skin. That's right. See, if they have integrity, if they have yeah. honor, if they have character, that's what right. you judge that's somebody what I on. Want next to me, I you should judge somebody. Yeah, based on on and what they do too. Mm-hmm. Right. They can say whatever they want. Right. Look what at what actions? they do. Actions yeah. speak louder than words. Absolutely. There's a reason why old expressions are old expressions because <laughs> they've been around so long and they're mostly true. And they're true. I mean, <clears throat> Come on, most uh, stereotypes. There, there's a reason they're stereotypes. But, they're kind of true. But be aware. Are you ready? If lawlessness, I mean, supposedly, no matter which way the election goes, there's they're they're expecting lawlessness to right, go crazy. Particularly if Trump is to win, these Antifa groups, the BLM groups, they're saying there's going to be way more processing, way more destruction, way more violence. They're they're threatening this they already. Are threatening the voter. And I I said this on my show, Roger. The people who are best at suppressing votes is today's Democrat Party, because they they their arm now their militant arm is Antifa. It is BLM. And these people, Antifa and BLM, are saying if Trump wins, then they're going to go out. And they're going to step things to, up. They're going to burn things down. They're going to break things. They're going to break you. They're going to hurt you. They're going to block roads. They're going to destroy property. Uh, that is a threat. Now, how much? Yeah. Have a free vote. Now, how many people out there are you prepared for? What if they come to the suburbs? What if they come to your neighborhood? What if you live in a city and they come to your apartment building? What are you prepared to do to defend yourself? Are you ready? Are you locked and loaded? I'm going to welcome them with uh, a certain <laughs> amount of lead. 
with a certain shot that tends to cure socialism. It cures socialism, man. If you hit the right spot, man, it can, it can, it can cure the crap out of socialism yeah. and Marxism. Yeah, but it's just, I mean, this is scary times. Well, and the well, problem I, is, if you do confront these people on your property, who's to say the law is going to be you, with you? There are certain states, Roger, where if they do take it to the suburbs, there's going to be one of the biggest, if not the biggest, uh, gene pool cleansing yeah, ever gone a little on. chlorine in the gene pool. Uh, there's going to be a lot of chlorine in the gene pool. Because <laughs> like the McCloskeys, they were standing on their own property yeah. with their weapons, yeah. and these people broke a steel gate, illegally entered this neighborhood on private property, and were marching in this private property area, and they're charging the McCloskeys with a crime. Now, you know, that's a great point, because they had – this was all private property – which was gated. They had to break through the gate to get to the private property to have their little march, march. walk, whatever if it was. I walked into a private property, and a security guard that was hired by that property came up to me and said, "Hey, you don't belong here. You got to leave." I would have to leave. And so, how on earth can we say it's okay? Or could well, you just scream, "I can't breathe" if he touches you? Yeah, I guess I will. I guess I'm going to if that ever happens. You know, maybe I'm delivering something. Maybe I want to. Be a delivery guy, and well, I, you could I have it. You you I mean, can have an explanation, but if you broke the gate to get in, right, you're I'm breaking saying. and entering. But but the point is, it's private property. They can ask you to leave, even if you're a delivery driver. They can say, "Hey, we don't want soliciting. You're out of here." But right. yet, we're supposed to believe that these people who broke in, broke through the gate. We're supposed to believe that they were innocent, that right. they were peaceful. It is not peaceful to break if you have to get to a piece of property by breaking. Through if a you gate, if you break and if you break and enter criminally trespass, you're not doing anything. You're not peaceful. Yeah, that's not peaceful. When you got to break a law, because to have if having your peaceful protest requires breaking a law first, it ain't peaceful anymore. That's right. Once you break a law, you're done. But I just put that question to people. I mean, how are you going to defend yourself? How far are you going to go to defend yourself knowing the law may not be on your side? Now, granted, this sheriff in Pennsylvania, he said he's going with the Democrats because the – I mean with the Republicans because the Democrats have left him. Yeah, they left They've him. left him. They left his ideals. They don't support him anymore. So he's feeling like he's he's been abandoned. And he's a sheriff. How can you support the party that doesn't believe in law, the party that wants to defund the police? Yeah. So I, I understand where he's coming from. But now I'm going to pose some questions to everybody out there and see how you you got to really think about these because these are pretty serious. I want to pose a question to every gun owner today, and that question is how far are you willing to go to defend your Second Amendment rights? And I know now before everyone starts talking, oh, revolution, revolution, and shoot them all, <laughs> back up a little bit because uh, let's go oh, with the simpler. Oh, slow your roll. Yeah, slow down a little bit here. Let's start with would you be willing to violate laws? To hold on to a legally purchased weapon? <clears throat> Would you defy the laws that require you to turn your weapons in? Yes. <laughs> now, would you consider hiding weapons or lying about having them to government officials who want to take them or, quote-unquote, buy them back? <laughs> buy them back. Yeah, I didn't sell it to them, so they can't buy it. I well, didn't buy it from them, so they can't <laughs> buy it back. But, uh, you know, I've already lost some in a boating accident, so uh, yes. yeah, I could lose some again. Yeah, I mean, you know, that, that's the question. I mean, would you sit there and lie to government officials saying, oh, no, I sold those, I don't have those anymore, and if they have a search warrant and find them, are you willing to go to jail because you lied to them? Yeah. I mean, even though these guns were legally purchased, legally owned by you, you know, it's and it's going to be tough. The first few people this happens to are going to be the ones who will either be be martyrs or they're going to right. be, they're you know, the, the ones who are going to yeah. – they're on the front lines. 
they're the people who are going to have to either make a decision and stand up. And a lot of people think, oh, yeah, yeah, they're not taking my guns. It's like, think about what you have for a minute. You have a house. You have a job. You have cars. I mean, if they take you to jail and you're there for 90, 120 days, what's going to happen to all that? You will yeah. lose everything. You lose everything because they'll figure out a way to enter <clears throat> your house and they'll, they'll take it all. Yeah, or you know, if you can't they pay, deem it, if you uh, don't pay your mortgage for ninety days, your house is going to be re- all repossessed. All they have to do is tie it somehow to the IRS. The IRS is the most powerful agency in this country, and it shouldn't be. But and, it is. and they have and a they right to prosecute without have. evidence. Yeah, and they'll take everything you have. Yeah, you know, but it's it's, it's it's you know it's a question yeah. to consider. I mean, now granted, the oldest form of resistance is noncompliance. And if enough people are noncompliant, it's very difficult to enforce laws. Right. But so you, everyone everyone involved really needs to think about when this situation happens. If you're one of the first people on the list, how are you going to react to this? I mean, mm-hmm. do you let them take everything because you don't want to risk the lifestyle you have right now? I mean, are you willing to stand up? And granted, for younger people who are not as entrenched in their lives or don't own a lot of stuff, it's a lot easier for them to make these decisions. For people with families and jobs and other responsibilities, you can't necessarily take that choice and decide to go to jail for for 90 or 120 or even for two years because everything you have will be gone. Are you willing to lose everything you've got? I mean, it's it's. It sucks that you have to consider this possibility, but it looks like that question is coming down the pike, especially if the election goes the way of Biden and, and Harris. They have already said they are going to. I thought it was Harris and Biden. Uh, Harris Biden. It's a it's a Harris Harris administration with Joe Biden. With Joe Biden <laughs> doing business as Joe Biden. <laughs> it's it's it's, it's going to be a DBA. Where where am I? <laughs> you know, you know the thing. You know the thing. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. You know he's already. He was out today. I'm sure they <clears throat> shut him down already, but he was out today, and he he, he already messed up. I couldn't remember where he was. Now, Vic, I have a question. Is there any plans for the next uh, debate? Have they uh, postponed it? Canceled it? Technically, it's been postponed, but um, we'll see. Because I hear Trump we'll is see. cleared now. He's he coming out saying he's he's been he, declared immune to the virus and he's non contagious. He is cleared. He was <clears throat> out last night at a rally with a hundred thousand people. It's insane. Wow. Biden well, can't put people in a parking lot. Yeah, he can <laughs> six feet apart. Because you get about twelve of them in there. You know, since you mentioned it, I'll tell you. Yesterday, Biden also had a rally, and I'm using air quotes, uh, in a parking lot where people could drive in. There were more Trump supporters behind his stage yelling four more years than oh, there were wow. Trump supporters listening to him. Well, let's hope. I mean, now, and all these supporters, if you support, if you don't want to see a Biden-Harris campaign, because yeah. I went on his website and I looked at his gun policy, and that's based on this show, all the recommendations I'm going to make are based on gun policy. Exactly. You know, now, you shouldn't be a necessarily one part one issue voter but well you know okay. what we can get to that uh, after the break and talk to people about that roger because yes. great point all right we'll be back in a few minutes this is locked and loaded i'm roger b and you're listening to america's web radio get your pen and paper ready if there's a move in your near future i'm here to tell you that the folks i used and now recommend is around town movers timothy and the guys recently moved me and i am and was totally satisfied with a sometimes not so fun experience moving 
call Timothy at 770-378-4708 and make it a good move and a good experience around town movers for that local or cross-country move. Timothy, around town movers, in my opinion, are the best. That's around town movers. Call them. The disease of addiction is a life-altering challenge, not just for the person suffering its effects, but also for the family and friends who support and love the one caught in its grasp. What should be the course of treatment? Who is the best person to render treatment? And what is the best place to go for the care that is needed? We know that you want answers to these and many more questions. Call 770-696-9862 and speak to a representative of the Atlanta Healing Center. They can tailor a program specifically designed to address the needs of the person suffering with an addiction or give you guidance as to where that help may be found. Information is the key, and the trained staff at AHC is here to assist. If you wish, you can also get more information on the website located at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you, 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 you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hello and welcome back, everybody. I am Roger B. This is the Locked and Loaded Show on America's Web Radio. And before we left for the break, I was asking questions. I wanted to know, how far are you willing to go to defend your Second Amendment rights? And I posed a few questions to everybody. It's just something to think about. I'm not saying there's a right or wrong answer here, and different people are going to have different answers. Now I have the second question. This I'm asking of all law enforcement and all military personnel. How far are you willing to go to follow orders that you know violate the U.S. Constitution? Are you willing to go door-to-door to to try and confiscate guns from law-abiding citizens? Is your job more important than the vow you took to support the Constitution? I mean, this is something that's come about. You see people, like, say, this sheriff in Pennsylvania, he stood up against that and said, you know, we're violating the Constitution. We're, We're going the wrong way. I'm going to have to go with this other party that I haven't supported in 40 years because I feel like they're going the wrong way. And I guess, would you come down? Would you just say, I was following orders. There's nothing I could do. That's, is that going to be a defense for you? Think about that. In your own mind, you're going to have to think, are you willing to violate the Constitution to perform a job that is asked of you? Whether it's legal or illegal, whether you believe it's right or wrong, are you willing to follow through and do that? And military personnel, what if they decide to bring out the National Guard and start going door-to-door to to confiscate weapons? Now, granted, most of the time when they use National Guards, they'll bring National Guards from other states so they're not going door-to-door to to their neighbors' houses, to their friends' houses, to places they know. Because that would be more emotional for people, I would think. But these guys have to sit there and realize, are you willing to follow orders? I mean, if you don't follow orders, you can get in huge trouble. But are you willing to take that chance? Are you say, look, I took a vow. When you're in the military, when you're in law enforcement, or even politics, you have to take a vow to support and uphold the Constitution. 
Are you willing to let that go to follow an order of a politician you know is wrong? You know, and also, do you know how your superiors feel about this? Do you know the department you're in? Are they pro-gun? Are they anti-gun? Are they going to come down on your side or against your side? Do you have a boss who you can look up to and say, well, he's pro-Second Amendment. He's going to stop it there so I won't have to make that decision. Is that going to happen? Who knows? I want you people in law enforcement and military personnel to think about that. Would, Would your bosses stand up for you or would they throw you under the bus? You know, and just think about the scenario and how it might play out. Do you believe it's more important to follow the new laws that may come down or enforce the rights stated in the Constitution that you swore to uphold? How about judges out there? How are you going to stand with the Bill of Rights? Or are you going to enforce new laws even if they violate the Second Amendment? Well, hopefully we'll have a Supreme Court justice that would throw out any attempt. Right, but what about local judges? I mean, what if these, like in Pennsylvania, what if Philadelphia passes a no-guns-in-the-city law and all of a sudden these people are in violation of the law? Are they going to send police to go collect guns from everybody they know has them? Well, did you ask already if what are the police <clears throat> going to do? Are they going to Well, that's – I said – that's what I asked. I asked law enforcement personnel, yeah. are you going to follow along with whatever laws come down, or are you going to stand yeah. beside your vow to uphold the Constitution? Yeah, I think – I think we have good law enforcement that would that would push back because we have law enforcement now that started to push back. Yeah, and I, I, I told these law enforcement officers, if you're a, a, just a standard run-of-the-mill beat cop, how does your superior feel? Mm-hmm. Is he going to stand with you or is he going to toss you under the bus and say, nope, it was yeah. him? Yeah, right. And, and you know, and the judges, too, they're going to have to decide if they drag these people in front of a courtroom, mm-hmm. are they going to inf- uphold the Constitution? If these guns were legally owned, the owners committed no crimes other than owning them, are you going to throw them in jail or are you going to stand up and say, no, this is illegal, this cannot be done, this needs to be stopped? You're right. You can't. So, I mean. I mean, boy, the, the day, if the day ever comes that uh, it's deemed illegal to be in possession or own a firearm. I, mean, that's I know. I, now. But there are. Because some cities and counties are going pro-Second Amendment, making themselves sanctuary cities or counties. Right. right. Other places are going completely opposite. Mm-hmm. Right. Saying, we're going to enact our own gun laws. We're going to shut everything down. We're taking guns away from everybody. Nobody needs to have a gun. Well, see, Roger, this is this goes to what we were talking about earlier. You, When you allow politicians to have unbridled power... Uh, they don't stop there. So we've now allowed them to lock things down in the name of a virus. Right. What is going to stop them now from citing uh, – well, you know what? Locking down in case of civil unrest. Civil unrest. We've got to lock you down. We've got to take your guns because a lockdown's not enough. Well, they tried that during Katrina. Think about it. They sure did. The, the sure local did. law sure enforcement were trying to sure confiscate did. guns from people they did, during Katrina. They did. Thankfully, the Bush administration stepped in, and they had to return those weapons. Yeah, hopefully they got them all returned, and none of them got yeah. lost, quote-unquote, yeah, in the paperwork. Yeah. 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 So that's – I mean, that's something that these – I, do you know how your local officials stand? Do you know how your local police department stands on this issue? Exactly. You know, that's and the ask community them. should be involved. You should ask. You should ask. I Anytime you get a I chance mean, to engage a local you know, law enforcement officer in a non, I yeah, guess, legal just, means, just, just talk like to say them. you see them at a festival or something, at yeah. a fall festival. If they come into a fast food joint, hey, yeah. buy their lunch and ask them a question. And say, can I ask you, know, you something? Yeah. I honestly want yeah. to know. How, do you, how does your department feel yeah. about confiscating weapons? Yep. I mean, think about it. And say, I don't want to argue with you. I just want to know right, what the right. stance is. Right, I just is. want to know what Because I live in the neighborhood. Yeah. I want to know. Yep. 
And I want to know where you stand. And you know, most cops do not mind being asked a question from a citizen. Right now, really a lot don't. of them will not answer questions they deem political because right, right. they're supposed to they're supposed to be apolitical, not be political. Right, mm-hmm. but you know, Roger, we are not long away from Halloween. Do you want the zombie apocalypse to happen and not have a weapon? Of course not. I mean, this is the, these are things that people need to think about. Well, not just that, but I mean, if there is civil unrest and it comes yeah. to your neighborhood, what if the uh, well, what if the looters and burners and murderers and anti-American fascists come to your neighborhood yeah. as to, for Halloween well, and hey, trying to intimidate the seven-year-olds trying to get their their socialist free candy? Yeah, the zombies can come in different you know ways, and they can be antifa, mindless walking. BLM people who come after your candy. How yeah. dare them? No, I pose these questions, especially to the new gun owners out there. Most gun owners who have been around the block, they've seen laws change. They've seen opinions sway back and forth on both sides of the line. Because, I mean, to be honest, Democrats have passed anti-gun legislation in the form of the 1994 crime bill. Mm-hmm. But it had a sunset. In 10 years, it was gone. The Republicans have passed more gun control to limit more guns than any Democrats ever have. <laughs> yeah. Don't remind me. Yeah. I mean, like in 1989, that, was it Bush Sr. passed the assault weapons absolutely. ban? Absolutely. Let's be clear. These are establishment <clears throat> Republicans. There is a difference. Well, yeah, but they were still. They're, they're party more. doesn't necessarily determine. What you have to determine is which party no, you, will be the most in agreement with you. None of them are going to be 100%. Yeah. If you find yourself where you've got a Democrat that's anti-gun, you've got a Republican that's close to anti-gun, it's time to go to Libertarian or Independent. Yeah. I mean, and people find can say, yourself oh, a candidate. Trump passed the bump stock law. Yeah, he did. Yeah, well. He did. And <laughs> Granted, you know, you people go, oh, I don't have one, I don't care. Well, that's not the point. Yeah. Just because you don't have an, uh, a military-style mm-hmm. rifle doesn't mean nobody else should. doesn't mean it. Exactly. What if they start backtracking from there, and all of a sudden your gun that holds 12 rounds is illegal? It's illegal. Yeah. You have to get rid of those magazines and get seven-round mags for it. <laughs> or just take the gun away completely because it's a semi-automatic, and they don't mm-hmm. want you to have it. They don't want you to have it. I mean, don't give these guys an inch because they'll take a mile every time. Every time. <clears throat> every time. Don't be fooled by this business of... <clears throat> Biden, which which you can go to Biden's site, and he's already said, look, Biden already said that he wanted that uh, fake Hispanic in, to to be his gun Beto. czar. And that fake Hispanic down there who goes by Beto, he wants to take every gun away. Harris has said she would, by executive order fiat, take your guns away. They're yeah. not going to stop with assault. Wait, look, ladies, They're going to take everything, I mean, yeah. Well, think about it. <clears throat> if you're out there and you don't own a lot of guns, then let me tell you and let Roger tell you. The action on an AR-15, a so-called assault weapon, isn't different than the pistol. You can have a semi-automatic pistol. It's the same action as on your twenty-two rifle. Your twenty-two rifle, or your twenty-two pistol, or your anything pistol, and they're gonna come after it if they can get the assault rifle. Then they can get everything else. Yeah, be thinking about that. If you just purchased a gun, because there were over 5 million new gun owners in the last year alone, Woo-hoo. and especially you new gun owners, if you've never had one before and it's your first time, yeah. are you willing to give that up if the laws change? Are you willing right. to just hand it over if they decide it's not the right kind of gun for you to have? Mm-hmm. Are those magazines in your gun, are they considered, quote-unquote, high-capacity magazines? Are you going to have right. to give those away? Mm. I mean, you just made a serious investment. Mm-hmm. In a means of protection, and you exercise your Second Amendment rights, are you willing to yeah. give these up? Mm-hmm. Think about that when you go vote. You know, and if you think, you know, none of them are worth voting for, <clears throat> if you decide, you know what, I like this, but I don't like their gun policy, then just don't vote. You know, that's a possibility, yeah. too. Yeah, that is a, a, a decision. It 
a decision to not vote is a decision nonetheless. Right. That's a but if you believe in your, se- in your Second Amendment rights, it looks like in this election, mm-hmm. the Republicans are the only ones who are going to stand up for your there, gun rights. There is no looks like. Yeah. That's, I mean, it is I mean, clear. I've seen it clear cut clear, on the clear. Biden-Harris website. They say yes. they're going to stop they all online sales of guns. Yeah. Which, by the way, an online sale of a gun is a sale that gets shipped to they a federally to a firearm federal licensed, licensed dealer, dealer and then transferred to you right. with a background check. With the proper checks and everything. <clears throat> everything it's is done like as it it's supposed to It doesn't come to, to your mailbox. No. You just I wish it could. The UPS guy doesn't just drop it off on the front <laughs> yeah. door and go, here yeah. you go. <laughs> FedEx ain't knocking on my door to hand me my gun. I wish no. he could, but he can't. You have to go um, to a federally yeah. licensed firearms dealer to pick right. these up. So uh, the whole idea of getting guns through the mail is completely yeah. ludicrous. It just doesn't happen. Yeah, you know, it doesn't happen. But 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 if if you are a new gun owner, you have to vote for President Trump. You if, have to. Yeah, if you're going to be a sole, if you want to keep it, if you want to be a sole issue voter, or that yeah, issue means be, enough to right. you. And granted, he may not be the best on every other issue that you may feel he should be. But you got to decide. I mean, this is a very basic freedom. That's why it's number two on the list of yes. on the first ten. It's the number two and, on the list, and the most clear and concise <clears throat> of, yes, one of the, the sh- amendments. It's one of the shortest ones because it is the second. There is no yeah. ambiguity there no whatsoever. Ambiguity. The founding now, fathers were brilliant in that. But don't get me wrong. I believe in gun control. Some gun control. Convicted felons yeah. who have a history of violence right. need to be restricted from mm-hmm. owning guns. Yeah. For at least a period of time until they prove that they are not that way anymore. Right. I don't think an eight-year-old should be able to have a handgun. Right. You know, I mean, there are there are restrictions that should be enforced. Well, that's called so, good parenting. Yes. <laughs> you know, you or, shouldn't need the government to tell you how no, to parent. You could teach them about it, but don't give them one to take to school. All right. We got to wrap it up here. Thanks for listening. I'm Roger B. This has been Locked and Loaded. And- and you're listening to America's Web Radio. Don't forget, new time, 2 to 3. Oh, that's right. Locked and loaded 1400 time. from now on. Yeah, every 1400, Tuesday. 1400, not 15. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.